If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. I've been searching high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. So I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. But you need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of these studies. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Cocoa Powder and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. You're listening to an encore broadcast, the best of intelligent medicine, with me, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's a weekly rundown of all the most important stories on the health front. And you can call us, 877-726-8255, our number. we got lots of stories in store for you today. And we invite your comments, 877-726-8255. Gets it into the doctor's office, and you can pose your question to me directly. Among the stories that we're going to tackle today, we're going to talk about uh, ultra-processed food consumption among U.S. adults. The news is not good. Vitamin D for kids. How much is the right amount and does it really make a difference? Also, a story on vitamin K to prevent arterial calcification. You know, we don't want that gunk clogging up our arteries. 877-726-8255, our number. But, of course, uh, the elephant in the room continues to be COVID, and there's lots of talk about boosters. Uh, This week, President Biden tweeted, here's the deal. Unvaccinated individuals are 97 times more likely to die compared to those who are boosted. Protect yourself and those around you by getting vaccinated and boosted today. And the assertion was widely parroted in the media, and it's been invoked as justification for universal booster mandates. Based on a brand new CDC study, Centers for Disease Control, and that study showed that the risk of dying of COVID among the unvaccinated was 9.7 per 100,000 persons. And for vaccinated individuals, it was just 0.7 per 100,000. And for the vaccinated and boosted, it was 0.1 per 100,000. So if you do the math, 9.7 divided by 0.1 indeed equals 97. But as Mark Twain famously said, there are three kinds of lies, lies, damned lies, and statistics. And so if we do a little uh, evaluation of that claim, there is a distinction between what's called absolute and relative risk. So the relative risk may be 97 times higher when you compare uh, unvaccinated folks to vaccinated and boosted folks. But 
The risk of dying of COVID, even if you're unvaccinated, is actually extremely low, according to that study. It's 0.0097, or about one one-hundredth of a percent. So there's also something called a number needed to treat, which we use sometimes to evaluate drugs and therapies. It's the number of people you need to treat to just save one life or one bad outcome. In this case, the bad outcome is death. And when I plug that number in, and I invite some of you wonky folks out there to do this, there are websites that calculate numbers needed to treat. Just take the numbers from the CDC and you plug it in. And um, wow, uh, the number is um, it's over 10,000. Uh, so yeah, you need to treat about... 9,999 folks with a booster to save just one life. And um, the dilemma has come up for, especially for this, this study does not look at the effects of what's called hybrid immunity. People who've had the two requisite basic vaccinations with either Moderna or, or Pfizer, or in some cases, J and J, and then they've come down with COVID. So, so I've actually had some instances. I had a conversation with a patient, uh, the other day, he called in and he said, look, uh, I really like my job. And they say they're going to fire me if I don't get a booster. But I've taken my two Pfizer vaccines. And then I got COVID, as many people have with Omicron. He had a relatively mild case. But uh, he now is being required to get a booster by his company. And he's wondering if it's really necessary. And what I said to him is, I said, look, um, Tell them you just had COVID and see if you can delay it a little bit, because I'm pretty sure that they're going to relax that requirement. Even some travel companies, cruise lines and so on, insist that people get boosters, but they're not taking into account whether they've had COVID. And so that's an important consideration. And there's a, an op-ed in the Washington Post. And by the way, the Washington Post very much in favor of lockdowns and vaccine mandates. Uh, they're not anti-vax by any means and the article is written by paul offit who's a very pro-vaccine guy in fact he's the originator of a vaccine for kids the rotavirus vaccine he's all about vaccines he's a vaccine expert in fact and the op-ed is entitled people who've had covid19 don't need three vaccine shots Subtitled, the CDC's vaccination guidance should acknowledge that past infection provides significant protection against the coronavirus. And I'm quoting here, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has recommended a three-shot regimen for all Americans 12 and older, regardless of whether they've had a previous infection. But Offit writes, requiring people who've been infected to get three shots is overkill at best, a waste of valuable doses, and an unnecessary risk at worst. Because uh, there are side effects, albeit rare, um, among that 999 people who unnecessarily will receive the vaccine. Well, maybe it'll reduce the severity of their infections, perhaps somewhat reduce their risk of hospitalization. But um, vaccine side effects are pretty common with the current shots. And uh, they include myocarditis. They include um, you know various problems like Bell's palsy. I've seen that. And so unnecessarily vaccinating people is not inconsequential. 
Uh, he cites studies to back up his views. In one major study, over 30 million people in California and New York, unvaccinated people with a previous infection, unvaccinated people were 29 times in California and 15 times less likely to be infected than an unvaccinated person with no previous infection. Findings from Qatar, country in the Middle East, affirm that previous infection also gives high protection, about 88% against severe disease caused by the Omicron variant. This is called hybrid immunity, meaning immunity achieved by a combination of vaccine and infection, and it's stronger than immunity from vaccine alone. So uh, what they're saying in this op-ed is that um, we really need to be careful about unnuanced, broad-based recommendations, one-size-fits-all. Many physicians now recommend against receiving a dose of vaccine immediately after a coronavirus infection because it might not work as well, or it might even backfire, causing a severe reaction. And currently, booster requirements often do not allow for such subtleties. So um, the uh, op-ed calls for a more nuanced approach to boosters, boosters perhaps for people who are very vulnerable, the elderly, people with severe comorbidities, but also taking into account the possibility that for a lot of people, they've had COVID either early on uh, or especially during the recent Omicron surge. Lots and lots of people, millions, tens of millions of Americans have been exposed to Omicron. And that may uh, provide them with hybrid immunity. 877-726-8255, our number. We invite your questions or comments. A lot of people uh, hot under the collar about uh, mandates. And uh, it's dividing us, dividing us uh, politically, pitting us against each other. And uh, I think we need to cool down the fervor on both sides. 877-726-8255 for your calls. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with clear. That is clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R dot com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. I've developed a simple way for you to access curated supplement protocols previously available only to patients in my private practice. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com. There you'll find easy-to-follow links to not only the best individual products, but also to my brand new Intelligent Medicine Lifestyle Supplement Protocols that combine the products I recommend to achieve your specific goals, whether it be heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to drhoffman.com store.com. 
Fish oil provides the vital omega-3s, EPA and DHA, that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including a nutrient-dense vegan option. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you, and it's 877-726-8255 to reach us during the program, but also uh, you can call that number 24-7-365, and you can record a question, as did this individual. So let's hear it. Dr. Hoffman, I have a rare type of uh, sarcoma, and I have to have regular follow-up CT scans. On the day of the scans, I've been taking NAC and vitamin C, as well as drinking plenty of water. Uh, I wonder if you could give me an idea of the dosage of how much water and how much vitamin C and NAC and acetylcysteine that I should be taking and any other supplements or antioxidants you might recommend on the daily exam respect to the radiation and the uh, iodine contrast material. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, well, it's an interesting issue because uh, people do suffer kidney problems sometimes from the injected contrast. And uh, it depends on the type of scan you're going to get. If you get um, uh, a uh, what's called a thallium stress test, okay, you get uh, thallium injected into you with a you know when you're getting your heart function checked out. Uh, if you get a PET scan, a CT PET scan, you get something that uh, lights up where sugar is present, where there's a high rate of metabolic activity that could indicate the presence of cancer. And then there are other scans which, um, as you mention are iodine based scans uh for iodine based scans you know you're a pretty astute guy you actually recognize that vitamin c and n-acetylcysteine can prevent uh kidney damage that occurs from the dye and this is particularly important in people who already have poor kidney function so a lot of studies have shown that uh n-acetylcysteine uh can be used as a prophylactic, as a preventive, especially in patients with kidney dysfunction who are going to receive contrast studies. And the standard oral regimen is about 600 milligrams twice daily for 24 hours before and on the day of the procedure. Um, higher doses, according to a study I have in front of me, have been studied, but there's no significant uh, uh, additional benefit from higher doses. Uh, vitamin C also, I have an article in front of me that says ascorbic acid, i.e. vitamin C, prevents contrast-mediated nephropathy, that means kidney damage, in patients with renal dysfunction who are undergoing coronary angiography. Okay, that means when you get uh, uh, a, um, you know, some dye injected into you uh, to see what, uh, whether your blood vessels are blocked. Uh, so, yeah, uh, there's the potential for vitamin C to prevent problems. I'm not sure if in the case of iodine contrast it's going to work. Uh, there's an exception to that, though, is that vitamin C is contraindicated. You should not use it if you're about to get a PET scan because it can actually interfere with the imaging of the tumors uh, via the presence of high levels of glucose. Vitamin C somehow masks the uh, levels of high glucose that indicate the presence of a tumor or metastasis. 
So uh, there you have it. Yeah, NAC, good. Yeah, no, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. I don't think there's any reason uh, to restrict your water intake. Uh, certainly you flush out more of the uh, dye and you know get out of your system more quickly if you drink a lot. So, uh, and when it comes to other antioxidants, you know, you're going to get a dose of radiation. NAC is a very good one. Uh, glutathione is beneficial. Other antioxidants may confer some protection, you know, vitamins uh, E and the carotenoids. Uh, and, of course, uh, selenium is a cofactor for glutathione. And all those can be on board. Uh, you know, you're probably already taking those because, you know, you're a cancer patient and you want to make sure that you get adequate antioxidants. So I don't think there's any particular uh, regimen that is above and beyond, you know, taking the NAC and perhaps some vitamin C in addition. There you have it. Interesting question. Yeah, you know, a lot of people getting scans and getting stuff injected in them, and they say, you know, how do I protect myself from this junk? Can I mess up my kidneys? Uh, there actually is a way, and it's actually acknowledged by conventional radiologists. Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals combines the four most powerful of these plant-based foods. Black garlic, black radish root, black peppercorn, and black cumin seed. It's an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possibly inflammatory issues. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, circulation, and immunity. It's a delicious tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's my future. P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Huffman. And while supplies last, buy two bottles of Black for Health and get two bottles of Wild Oil of Oregano free. That's a $55 value just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. The pursuit of a healthy immune system is so important for our long-term health. And being healthy for the long-term is everyone's goal, right? So which immune health supplement is recommended for those who also have cardiovascular concerns? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Aged garlic extract, regarded as one of the leading natural heart health supplements, has been clinically proven to help reduce high blood pressure and inflammation. Experts believe this alleviates demands on the body's energy stores, freeing it up to fight invaders. The result? A more responsive immune system. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract begins with 100% organically grown garlic and is the most scientifically researched, highest quality, and best-selling odorless garlic extract supplement. And for extra support, get Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Immune Formula 103. Try Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract for a healthy heart and a healthy immune system. Discover more at kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. Our number, 877-726-8255. Uh, we expect some live calls eventually, but uh, while we're awaiting those calls, 877-726-8255 enables you to record a question anytime you like. You know, maybe something occurs to you on a, I don't know, Tuesday night at uh, 10.30 p.m. Uh, well, you can record your question, and uh, eventually we'll get around to it. Answer it on the air as we're about to with this one. Let's hear it. Hello, Dr. Hoffman. My name is Bob. I have to clear my throat constantly the first two hours in the morning. It does not bother me any other time. I would like to know the cause and what I could do to solve this problem. Thank you very much, and you have a good day. Okay. 
Well, Bob, uh, there may be a multiplicity of causes. Uh, this is sometimes referred to as LPR, laryngopharyngeal reflux, which means a combination of factors from above and below that cause a lot of mucus to accumulate in the throat. So from above, you got the potential for snoring, which can dry out the nasal mucosa and, you know, cause the mucosa to be thick and tenacious. Uh, you can also have allergies. Uh, maybe you're allergic to the material in your pillow or the material in your room or the foods that you eat. You know, certainly diet change, reducing the intake of common food allergens that can make a difference. So start with uh, wheat and dairy. That sometimes alleviates chronic nasal congestion. Uh, and then there are the problems from below. And there's something called, you've heard of GERD. Well, there's also something called NERD, non-erosive reflux disease. And so that comes from below. Something is refluxing up. Your stomach contents uh, splash on your vocal cords, and that creates an inflammatory reaction. Uh, mucus is secreted, and you kind of, you know, <laughs> hoarse in the morning. So uh, that can be checked out by an ENT, an ear, nose, and throat doctor. You know, sometimes uh, worsening symptoms can be a portent of a more serious problem. So it's not a bad idea for them to take a look-see with a scope. But uh, measures to reduce GERD, well, don't eat a big dinner and then lie down because your stomach contents may reflux into your throat. Uh, also, what you eat can make a difference. And I recently reviewed a study uh, which suggests that Lower-carb diet not only improves your metabolism, helps you lose weight, but it also can reduce the incidence of NERD, non-erosive reflux disease. And that's because carbohydrates are fermentable and fermentation produces gas, and gas floats up and pushes uh, undigested food contents back up into your throat. And so sometimes uh, reducing especially sugary things and refined carbohydrates, but perhaps even more extensive carbohydrate restriction can make a difference. So uh, the variety of things to explore. And you may want to look uh, at a book uh, which is entitled Dropping Acid by a Dr. Kaufman. Uh, she's an ENT in New York, and she's written extensively on the subject. And maybe that can help without, you know, look, I mean, you go to a, many ear, nose, and throat doctors, and they're going to prescribe an acid-blocking medication. Well, you don't want that because there are a lot of side effects associated with that. You become hooked and dependent on it. And so you want to try the natural measures before you uh, uh, opt for a prescription. So there you have it, Bob. Thank you very much for your question. It's a good one. A lot of people suffer from this kind of problem, and there are natural ways to alleviate it. I see it a lot in my practice. 877-726-8255, our number. Pet owners, if you've got a wimpy Weimaraner or a debilitated Dachshund, is your German Shepherd turning into a German Schlepper? Well, i got exciting news from our friends at NT Factor, and you've heard me talk for years about the natural energy-producing benefits and anti-aging effects of NT Factor's line of nutritional supplements. Well, now those same benefits are available for your pets. Introducing NT Factor Pet Power, it's the first formula to restore the structure and function of cellular membranes in animals. It increases vigor and vitality. It works on the mitochondria, just like in humans. 
powerhouses of the cells. By adding NT Factor Pet Power to their food, research has shown that energy loss and other age-related changes in animals were reduced and are delayed after only eight weeks of daily use. Now your pets can benefit from the same clinically proven formula that I use and prescribe for my patients to repair damaged cells and improve your body's natural energy production. There are clinical trials that have shown that NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half it also reduces some of the side effects of aging. With a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose, you can get the NT Factor line of nutritional formulas, including the all-new Pet Power, by calling 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. All right, 877-726-8255, our number and a lot of people ask me, um, how much vitamin D should I give to my kid? Because uh, kids are smaller, and they may require less. But often kids need more vitamin D. Maybe they're not getting enough sunlight. Uh, milk provides some, but some kids don't drink a lot of milk. Some kids are intolerant of it. So what are you going to do about the vitamin D? Big study in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition this month we examined the effect of three different dosages of vitamin D on cardiometabolic risk factors among children at risk of deficiency, okay? Uh, kids were aged 8 to 15, and they were assigned to three groups, supplementation with 600, 1,000, or 2,000 international units of vitamin D for six months. So th there are many benefits of vitamin D. Vitamin D for immunity, vitamin D versus colds and flus, respiratory infections, uh, vitamin D for bones, uh, and on and on it goes. Just universal benefits to vitamin D. But here they looked at just cardiometabolic benefits. And what they found is that of the three doses, 600 worked just fine. There was no additional benefit to taking more, 1,000 or 2,000 international units. Um, and what they found was that um, uh, the HDL cholesterol uh, increased, the LDL cholesterol and total cholesterol decreased, and not only that, but there were lasting effects uh, even after the intervention, uh, which lasted for six months, there were lasting benefits in the post-supplementation period. So uh, there's a very cool study that suggests that um, 600 IUs of vitamin D can do just fine for a lot of kids, by the way, these kids, uh, many of them had vitamin D deficiencies. Their vitamin D was inadequate at the beginning of the study. Uh, about nearly half of them were overweight or obese, which, by the way, is a risk factor for vitamin D deficiency. And um, so, uh, and the majority of these kids had uh, not the best cholesterol levels or blood sugar levels. So these were kids, you know, at risk of metabolic disease later in life, uh, childhood obesity, and uh, abnormalities in blood sugar and cholesterol predict adult problems and a shortening of lifespan. So yeah, vitamin D made a difference for those at-risk kids. Cool study. 877-726-8255, our number. And while we're at it, spice consumption. This too from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, particularly good issue last month, uh, what they did in this study is they gave people spices and they looked at their inflammatory markers. 
uh, these were adults at risk of cardiometabolic disease. So, so an example is, I mean, this morning, uh, I made a mushroom omelet, and I decided just to throw a little cumin on top. I, don't, I like a flavor of cumin sometimes on my omelet. Don't always do that. Sometimes put some paprika on there. But I, I look for opportunities to add spice to my foods. And the, the spice uh, supplement that they got uh, consisted of the following. It's a long list. Cinnamon, coriander, ginger, cumin, parsley, black pepper, garlic, turmeric, onion powder, paprika, chili powder, rosemary, cilantro, oregano, basil, red pepper, thyme, bay leaf, cardamom, sesame seeds, sage, poppy seeds, dill weed, allspice. And so what they found in the study was a reduction in inflammatory markers, pretty substantial reduction. Uh, by the way, these were adults at risk of cardiometabolic disease, just like the kids in the previous study. Uh, many were overweight. Many of them had uh, <clears throat> elevated or borderline cholesterol or blood sugar and inflammation very common in the metabolic syndrome. Well, the spice is tamped down, and that may also be at least a partial key to the success of the Mediterranean diet, rich in spices, but also other things, olive oil, omega-3s, uh, and lots of fresh fruits and vegetables and nuts. 877-726-8255. Remember, we invite your phone calls. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. We put the power in probiotics. We were the first to emphasize the importance of postbiotic metabolites in creating and maintaining the biodiversity of flora in the gut microbiome for optimal digestion, gut brain, immune, and hormonal health. Multi-year fermentation is key in producing the postbiotic metabolites that are found in exceptional probiotics like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Healthy fruits and vegetables are fermented, resulting in over 500 postbiotic metabolites for optimum digestive and immune support. So don't rely on a simple claim that the product has 50 billion or more CFUs. That is not the hallmark of how to gauge a powerful probiotic. Instead, look for diversity. Look for fermentation. Look for postbiotics. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are certified vegetarian and free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today at fine health retailers everywhere and online. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line in my online dispensary. Among them, several stand out for their support of aging healthfully. PQQ, glutathione, and alpha-lipoic acid. Each of these products takes its own unique approach to neutralizing free radicals and protecting us from oxidative stress as we age. They're available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Are you concerned about high blood pressure? Meet Berkeley Life, a supplement that may help maintain better blood flow and a healthier heart. Berkeley Life is scientifically developed to boost nitric oxide, a signaling molecule that helps maintain a healthy cardiovascular system. If you're worried about blood pressure, try Berkeley Life. Head to agewellbl.com slash Hoffman and use offer code Hoffman at checkout for 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's agewellbl.com slash Hoffman for Berkeley Life nitric oxide support supplements. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. And you can get in on the conversation by calling 877-726-8255. you got a question. It doesn't have to be a question. It could be a comment. Uh, lots happening on the COVID front, for example, uh, boosters and lockdowns and 
uh, all kinds of controversy about how long those should last. Let's hear from you, 877-726-8255. Um, all right, on the subject of COVID, remember a book called Eat Right for Your Blood Type by Dr. Dadamo? Uh, it was a book that um, told us a lot about the effects of blood type on dietary choices. And I'm not sure if I'm down with all the detailed recommendations of what you should eat if you're an A or a B or an O or an AB. Those are the most common blood types. But there sure is something about blood types in relationship to a lot of medical conditions. And it appears to be the case with COVID as well. Individuals with a type O blood type are a little less likely to get COVID. They're not exempt. And they ultimately, many of the people who've died from COVID were type O, but they are less likely to get COVID, have severe COVID, or die from COVID than other blood types. But here's another interesting thing. New study came out about the effect of ABO blood group on transmission. Uh, they looked at people in the same household, domestic partners, and what they found is that there was a lot, I know, duh, no-brainer. There's a lot of transmission of COVID from one partner to the other. But it turned out that couples in which no transmission occurred were more likely to be blood group incompatible. And if you were of the same blood type as your domestic partner or spouse, you were more likely to transmit it to them. So they say ABO incompatibility, in other words, different blood types, therefore appeared to be associated with a lower risk of symptomatic COVID-19 transmission. The magnitude of the effect was a reduction from 47% for compatible couples, but only 28% for incompatible couples, and that represents a 41% decrease. So, uh, you know, maybe this is going forward, you know, we're going to have to live with COVID. You know, maybe the dating services should ask for your blood type, because you, you may, you know, if COVID's going to be around with us for a long time, I'm exaggerating, but maybe, just maybe, you want to find a blood group incompatible person. You know, find somebody of another blood type. Not, you, you, not, not one of somebody with, if you're an A, don't find an A, find an O, find a B. That's perhaps the future of dating as the pandemic extends. 877-726-8255, our number. All right. Um, they talk a lot about vitamin K to prevent atherosclerosis. Also uh, seems to enhance bone density. And mostly you're talking about vitamin K2. There are two types of vitamin K, vitamin K1 and vitamin K2. Vitamin K2 comes mostly to us from foods like natto and aged cheeses. Vitamin K1, on the other hand, is the province of green leafy vegetables. So vitamin K2, there's a lot of buzz on that, but vitamin K1 don't get no respect. There's an article here in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. The effect of vitamin K1 on arterial calcification. They used patients with diabetes who were at high risk of arterial calcification. We know that heart disease and stroke accelerated in diabetics. 
And so uh, they looked at 149 individuals who received vitamin K1 supplementation, and then they measured their coronary artery plaque. And what they discovered is that supplementation with 10 milligrams of vitamin K1 per day could prevent the development of newly calcifying lesions within the aorta and the coronary arteries. That's pretty cool. So uh, where do you get vitamin K1 in the diet? Well, a major source is kale, cooked kale. A half a cup of cooked kale gives you uh, 443% of your daily value of what you're supposed to receive. Mustard greens, 346%. Swiss chard, 332%. Collard greens, 322%. Uh, natto gives you the vitamin K2, that's 261%. Spinach, a little less, 121%. Broccoli, 92%. Brussels sprouts, 90%. So basically greens, green leafy vegetables, are a rich source of vitamin K1. And they can be beneficial in terms of arterial you know and that's why i mean for a lot of reasons a plant-based diet is helpful for reducing the risk of heart disease and perhaps not to the exclusion of moderate amounts of meat even meat rich in saturated fat but you got to have a lot of vegetables so when people talk about plant-based diet say you're fine plant-based diet with or without portions of meat providing adequate protein or fish providing lots of omega-3 that's fine too all right uh, another study from this month's journal of the American I'm sorry uh, the uh, journal of the American American Journal of Clinical Nutrition talks about the effects of disordered eating disordered eating well I'm real regular I have a breakfast a lunch and a dinner pretty much at the same time every day. I am very routinized in my food intake. And I think that that's a basis of health. I recommend that my patients do that as well. So in this study, they gave the same amount of calories two different ways to uh, a group of women who had insulin resistance. All right, they already perhaps were overweight, had borderline blood sugar, uh, metabolic syndrome. So they're already at risk of problems related to obesity and uh, dysregulation of metabolism. So they gave them the same amount of calories two ways. One, irregularly, you know, perhaps like a big breakfast and then not eating the rest of the day, or perhaps not eating nothing and then having a big dinner, or, you know, just irregular hours. Or three pretty stable meals. And what they found there was a big difference. During a 14-day period of irregular eating, their total uh, energy flux was significantly less. In other words, their fat burning from food was significantly less than following a regular meal pattern, suggesting that if you want to follow a healthy diet, lose some weight, well, yeah, restrict your food intake, but also eat regular meals. Don't put the feedback on just once or twice a day at regular times. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine.